Darkness falls across the land. Spooky mm -hmm. October is here at hand. Lisa crawls in search of horror movies. Patrick watches reruns of, I don't know, Magnum P.I.? I don't know what we're <laughs> talking about, but uh, welcome to October. It's here. Roller yeah. Boogie, we're on our way to Halloween. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. It's my All right. favorite. Well, we'll be right back after our intro to talk to you about some spooky movies and some TV shows and other stuff. So don't go away. Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about m -m -m Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett coming to you from the swamplands of Southwest Louisiana and joining me from way over there in the great state of Pennsylvania over Zoom is my partner in crime in her, what is it called? Evil, not evil domain. What was I calling it? Lair. Her evil lair. Domain, <laughs> lair, whatever. Miss Lisa Everett. Hey, Lisa. Hey, hey, everybody. Yeah. We are in October, and I know this is your favorite time of year. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to ask cold. you. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you something. Yeah. You want to play a, a game, a trivia game? Yes. It's time once again for a round of Super Retro Trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. All right. I want to know, do you like Charlie Brown movies? Charlie Brown movies? Um, yes, I like The Great Pumpkin. Are well, we good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it because okay. all three questions come from The Great Pumpkin. Oh, cool. This is awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's number one. In The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Linus says, never jump into a pile of leaves with a what? Um, probably something sticky. Uh, or a knife. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't. I, oh, a lollipop. Hey, I'm going to give you this one, okay? Because it's a wet sucker. So wet sucker, lollipop, same thing. Oh, okay. So, All right. Good. Good job. Okay. Oh, Number wow. two. 
When does Linus say that he expects the great pumpkin to arrive? On Halloween night. Awesome. Right? Yep. Halloween okay. night. Okay. You're on a roll, roller boogie. Rolling. <laughs> okay. All right, number three. What does the great pumpkin require to appear? A full moon? Nope. Uh, Something here he requires from the kids. Treat? Nope. I'm going to tell you. They have to be sincere. He requires uh, sincerity. uh, So that's the only way he'll show up. Oh, okay. You kind of threw me. Okay. All right. You did good, Roller Buggy. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to talk about, you know, since we're in uh, October, heading towards Halloween, I'm going to talk about a, um, a horror movie from 1985 called House. This is a house where no one should live. Woman lived here before you was nuts. Wouldn't be surprised if someone just got fed up and off her. She was my aunt. Heart of gold, though. Roger Cobb has come here alone. Daddy? (laughs) But no one is ever alone in the house. This house knows everything about you. Leave while you can. No! has been waiting for him. Hi. Sandy. Now. It wants you. Horror has found a new home. your own risk do you ever see this i have not and i really yeah uh, I, okay the one you're talking with william cat right william cat yeah greatest American hero. Okay. yeah yes, was i've a, never seen it i want to see it though yeah it's a good movie it, it's a horror uh comedy maybe i'll order it. maybe i'll order it because i need to get it's some not a straight-up comedy you know it's got some okay. comedy in it but it, it's it's a horror it's pretty uh to me it was pretty spooky Okay. Um, and it was originally written by Fred Decker, who wrote The Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps, uh, The the Predator, the, the reboot, uh, Robocop 3. He's written a lot of good movies, uh, but the producers decided to add comedy to it. His was just a straight up horror script. So they, they hired somebody else to come in and add a bunch of uh, comedy to it. So uh, but but um, it was directed by Steve Miner, who he's not, you know, he, he had some horror stuff under his belt already. He directed uh, Warlock, uh, Halloween H2O. And if you look him up, he's done tons of other movies and TV shows. Uh, he's, he's a good director. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, it stars uh, William Cat, the guy from Greatest American Hero. And also the guy who took Carrie to the prom. Yeah. The, the female actor in it is uh, Kay Lenz, L-E-N-Z. Okay. Uh, George Went from cheers is in it he's, he plays the, yeah. the next door neighbor 
Richard Mall Bull from uh, Night Court. He's in it. Uh, so it's a, a mish, mishmash of a bunch of TV. Oh, yeah. It's, it's loaded with people you'd recognize. Yeah. And, uh, and on the poster and on the, uh, the trailer, the tagline for this is ding dong, you're dead. And it would show that that like zombie hand, severed hand ringing a doorbell. That, that was yeah. the poster stuff. But uh, but William Katz uh, character in here, he's um, he's a Vietnam War vet. And uh, now he's a novelist, kind of, a, uh, I, I guess, a well-known novelist. He, he's very successful at it. And uh, but he's had a troubled life. Uh, his son disappeared without a trace. They never could find him. And then with all that happening and struggling, uh, he went through a divorce. So now he's kind of a uh, suicidal. Uh, he's on his own and, and he moves into this old Victorian style house just to get away from everything. Okay. And like I said, he's yeah. been contemplating suicide stuff. That, that, that's kind of the state of mind he's well, in when he moves into this old house. Well, you know, the house is haunted. Uh, and the thing about it is it's haunted just for him. It's like it's after him and nobody else. So uh, oh. it's a good movie. You ought to watch it. Uh, it's, it's got some jump scares, a bunch of practical effects, very good practical effects. A lot of uh, like horror puppets and stuff like that. It, it, it's good. It was a good movie. I'm going to go order it right after we're done talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am because uh, I wanted to watch it for a long time, and I I love William Cat, you know. So yeah, he's a good actor. And, I've, I've watched, and when you you say old creepy Victorian haunted house, I'm all for it. Yeah, and you know when uh, William Cat was here in Lake Charles for my my film festival a few years back, and I took him out to eat, and I talked to him about all of his movies, and I didn't even mention this one. But How? We, we why, talked. Why? We talked about care. <laughs> I, I it just I wasn't even thinking about it. Oh. We, we talked about Carrie and Greatest American Hero, the uh, uh, Western he made, uh, just just all kind of stuff. We never brought, awesome brought this one up because I love Carrie. You know, I just yeah. talked about Carrie, and then and I love the Greatest American Hero. I I yeah. can't even I can't even believe it. I would that would be so. We need to talk to him on here. You need to see if you can yeah, get that'd be cool. That'd be cool with him. That, yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to say anything awesome. else about the movie because it's got okay. a few twists and turns. And uh, so if you want to yeah. watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you. So, okay, so ch check right. it out. Check it out. It's cool. Okay. All right. I'm going to get it. Okay. All right. So, what movie you want to talk yep. about? Okay. Um, well, my movie is Visiting Hours. In this hospital, your next visit may be your last. All visitors, please leave the hospital. Ah! Dr. Len. hours so frightening you may never recover starring lee grant william shatner linda pearl and it's and yeah like you said house starts with h-o-u and hour starts with h-o-u so i don't know if that that matters but you know there's no connection <laughs> anyway but it's a scary movie you know so um and i had never i i had known about this movie for a long time i i owned it I don't know. I, I thought I had seen it, but then I had. I, but then once I watched it, I'm like, I never saw this before. Um, but I always see Anthony Massey, that that is our friend, you know, right. too. He always is talking about this movie, 
And and I and some of the things you said about it, I thought that's not does not seem like what I thought it was about or that what I thought I had watched. And so I watched it last year and that was watching it for the first time because I never had seen it. And so I don't know why I kept thinking I had seen it, but I didn't. But it is from 1982 and it stars um, Michael Ironside and William Shatner and Lee Grant and Linda Pearl are all in it. Um, it was originally titled The Fright. And it was a Canadian slasher film. Um, have you seen it? I have not seen it, but not? I, I okay. remember that trailer and that fantastic poster with all the, the lights on the shape of a skull. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. The, the one thing about, about the, the cover art on it is the right. hospital. Yeah. And all the lights are on in the windows and, and then the rest are black. And then it, right. makes it look like a face, like a, skele a skeleton face. Yeah, very, very cool And I think that's really uh, cool. Yeah, and I didn't even actually pay attention to that. I, I mean, I don't even know who told me that. I don't even know. But somebody actually said it to me. Um, maybe you did last year. I'm not sure. But um, but then I looked at it again. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, because I, I didn't notice it. I just noticed it was a skeleton. But I didn't know. I didn't realize it was set, it was the hospital, you know. And so I think that um, Anthony Massey, a reason he, he loves it so much is that it has a kind of a plot like Halloween part two, which is like his, his, one of his favorite movies with, with it being set in the hospital. And then like this serial killer is, you know, following a, this woman around. And it, it kind of reminds me of that movie, The Seduction that you and I watched, like because oh, yeah. the, the lead per, the lead character is a, um, it's like a, she's a, a TV like journalist and this psychopath and you, <laughs> whose name um, on, in, in, in a movie, you know what his name is? This is what I was telling you. I, I can't wait to tell you. You know, it's Ab Abner Mantooth. Nope. Colt Hawker. Oh, Colt was in there. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? I should have said Colt Mantooth. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Colt, Colt Hawker. That sounds gross, though. It sounds like you're going like, to cock yeah. something up. Like a, like a <laughs> yeah. loogie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good name for a serial killer. You know, grossness. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so uh, he he becomes, I think, he watches her on TV, and he, he I guess because she's like a feminist activist, um, that she, he, he does, he it rubs him the wrong way or something like that, and it starts off with him attacking her in, in her home, and it, he's all dressed up, and I don't know, he's got like earrings on or something, I don't know if he's a cross-dresser or what he is, I just remember seeing that scene at the beginning where he, he, he attacks her in, in in her house and it, it just was so weird and um that michael ironside he's a creepy looking person as a serial killer to me he kind of looks like jack nicholson yeah a little bit you know but he he's just creepy and um he you know he attacks her but she survives she's sent to the county general hospital um he, he while she's there she befriends this nurse whose name is sheila Mon monroe and um that's linda pearl and so linda pearl like knows her from tv and she admires her for like all her uh like devotion to the women's rights stuff you know and so that cult i think he comes i think he goes to the hospital to like try and finish her off and he's like kind of lurking around in the hospital and he like hears them talking and and hears um you know th them talking about him you know which makes him even more mad you know and so it it just kind of I, I you know if you've never seen it we should just swap these two movies yeah i watch house and you watch visiting hours that's and you true yeah put it on your list for yeah um, because 
it's a, it's a creepy movie, so I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't tell you the whole plot because you know. Okay. Um, it'll ruin it for you. But it's a really good movie, and I, I think it it uh, it was released uh, at the end of May of 1982, and it grossed over 13 million dollars at the box office on a budget of six million dollars. That's it gross. Pretty. Pretty, it is pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, as gross as the name uh, uh, Cold Hawker. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it received a lot of negative reviews from critics, but I'm not sure why, because it's, it's really scary and, you know, it doubled its money. So, I mean, I don't think it was uh, like yeah, what a failure. A, what do critics know? But yeah. But, you know, I, you know, Lee Grant, you know, and William Shatner and, you know, th those are pretty, you know, unusual people in, in, in a horror movie, you know, so uh, well, especially William Shatner. William Shatner, King, Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah. Was it, was that a horror movie? Yeah. Or is that part of Star Trek? Okay. Kingdom of the Spiders. Doesn't sound like a horror movie? Uh, yeah. No, it sounds like an episode of like he got put on another planet and Star Trek. Or sounds something. like a, a trip yeah. to the grocery store at Reesville. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. For real. You know? Um, yeah. So uh, just, just watch it. Watch this movie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin it. It's a good, it's a good, it's a great Halloween movie. All right. I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the small screen. I want to talk about the 1988 series called monsters. And it actually is not a one hit wonder. It lasted four seasons. You remember watching this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, it was a, a horror anthology series, kind of like Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Dark Side. And uh, the show, it always started, it would show this house in a neighborhood, then it would zoom in on the house. And the inside, it was a family. It was, it was a family of monsters. There was a dad, a mom, and a daughter. The, the mom had little horns and the dad looked like just a big blob sitting in the, the, the recliner. And then the, the daughter was a, a little Cyclops girl. And uh, they were all sitting uh -oh. in the living room. And the, the <laughs> mom would bring the bucket of popcorn in. And the girl had like some Twizzlers or something. And they were all sitting down waiting for their favorite TV show to start, which was called Monsters. And then oh, I love it. Already. It, it would go oh, into the show. And, you know, then it would be an episode every week that you'd watch. But that was called no. Monsters. And, uh, and that's all I want to say about it. But that's it was like it? Tales from oh, the Crypt because well, each episode was different, you know, different. Yeah. No, I, I never heard of it. I ne never. I was going to say it sounds like mon the monsters, you know, like yeah. the monsters and they yeah. were monsters, you know. Right. So maybe they kind of did they kind of like maybe it, did they like kind of take that idea or at all? At all no. Or totally no, it had, no. it had nothing to do with the monsters. It's just that's how it came monsters, on. Kind of yeah. like the Crypt Keeper. He would come on and introduce yeah. the show, you know. And you said it went on four seasons? Yeah, four seasons. 
Can you get it anywhere? Is it out uh, anywhere I available? I don't have it, but uh, you don't may, have it. You may, just remember it. You just remember it. That yeah, I watch it every week. Then. I know. Yep. I tell people all the time, like when I'm talking about like us doing the podcast, I tell people like how you remember these one hit wonder things like that nobody else has ever heard of and then people will tell me to tell them like what what like what name of what show and it's like um we've done 50 episodes how, how can i how can how can we keep coming up with new tv shows that nobody ever heard of i mean we've done 50 so that seems kind of crazy doesn't it that yeah. we've come up with 50 different tv shows and yeah. well we've done interviews too so like some of them you know, we didn't talk about stuff, but that's still a lot of, of stuff with different, you know? Yeah. So, any, so yeah. So, um, my TV, um, is mash. Yep. And I thought it's funny. We went from monsters to mash. Yeah. So we did I'm disappointed, mash. disappointed roller boogie. <laughs> well, you you like said, I, no, you said October that we should pick all horror stuff to talk about. And then you throw in a, oh. a, a, well, a I war, a war series. It's horrible. It's more horror. I can't. How am I going to come up with a TV horror thing? That's what you told me to come up with a horror TV show like I did last year with with, uh, Struck by Lightning. So I think monsters. Oh, Oh, did I say (laughs) that? Okay, Okay. so we're going to talk about the horrors of war. (laughs) Yeah, but but I didn't know. I couldn't think of anything. I thought we'd, I meant just movies. We talk about movies because I mean, Ah, how how can you come up with a a TV show all the time about. Stuff. You did. I don't know, but I can't. I, I, I when I said that, um, you missed tales of the dark me. side, tales of the grip. I mean. talk about um, a scary movie, but yeah. Um, but didn't you think my monster mash? My monster mash, you know, yeah. You, you, and I'm, I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. <laughs> okay, then it was a graveyard smash, it was. Yeah, they did the mash. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna do the mash, okay. trivia question for you Uh oh um do you know what mash stands for mash stands for medical oh what was it uh something surgical hospital medical army surgical hospital pretty close mobile army mobile that's right because they're intense yeah 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 now nowadays uh they call it cash and it's surgical army uh Oh, no, I like mash. Hospital, yeah. Cash. But yeah, most but people like it cash, prefer no. cash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I prefer cash. Yeah, I prefer cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're I right. Like Mobile because it was the tents. They're moving yeah. around. Yeah. So um, it was the American war comedy drama. So it, some of it, but wasn't, well, I mean, I don't know how you make, uh, I honestly don't know how you make a comedy out of the war and what they were going through, but I guess, you know, in order to keep your sanity, that's, that's what yeah, you yeah. had to do, you know? So it was on uh, CBS from 1972 to 1983. Yep. Yeah. So um, that was what? 11 seasons. 
yeah something like that yeah had that together yeah okay um so it was it was developed by Larry Gelbart as the first original uh, spinoff um, from the 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 1970 uh, feature film Mash right so I don't know did you ever watch the movie I did you did yeah I, I never saw it I've never seen it um, but um, yeah. Oops. Um, yeah. So the movie, it starred Elliot Gould, Donald Sunderland, Sally Kellerman, and Tom Skerritt is like the major right. role in it. And then Gary Berghoff, um, who played yeah, Radar. He was in Radar. Both, he was, yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. I, did, I mean, I never knew that he, I knew who the, I knew Elliot Gould and uh, Sally Kellerman and all them were in the, in the movie. And I've seen like, pieces of it but i've never sat down and watched it from like beginning to end but uh, i've seen it over time like i don't know if they like and just just even in comparing it to like you know on tv and clips and stuff somehow i've seen i knew it existed but um the the um the, the show it starred alan alda as the uh, hot right. guy here he was great yeah and then loretta swit was hot lips oh hot lips <laughs> hand. yeah and jamie farr was um colonel Klinger. Col- yep Slinger, yeah, and then um, and then Wayne Rogers was Trapper John McIntyre, and and that was in the, this was in the first three seasons, and he went on to do Trapper John at MD. Remember that? Yep. And McLean Stevenson was uh, Colonel Henry, he Henry was, Blake. Uh, Henry Blake, yeah, and then he went on to do Hello Larry. Um, and then Gary Berg Bergdorf Berghoff. Berghoff was uh, Radar. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, he was missing, that actor was missing fingers. And in the show, Radar. Radar? Uh Yeah, so in the show, every time he came on the scene, uh, he always had them hidden. Like he would have, uh, be holding a clipboard where you didn't see his fingers. Really? They they always always found a way to hide that. Berghoff was missing his fingers. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's kind of creepy, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, well, that's weird. I never knew that. That's a good like trivia about MASH. Never knew that. Um, and then, and then there was, uh, there was, um, David Ogden Styers was in it. He, um, he was Winchester. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember him. Remember him. Yeah. And then, um, I forget who played, uh, Frank. It was, oh, Frank Burns. Yeah. Yeah. I forget his yeah. name. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. Um, always hooking up with uh margaret now i i always um i rem- i always remember there was some kind of connection to miss piggy and loretta swift but i can't remember what it was did she look like miss piggy look like each other <laughs> i don't know or was miss piggy what did they model her after loretta swift like is that i don't know i think i think i read that or heard that one time and yeah but um i just remember this show i mean I mean, there's it, it, it actually takes place during the Korean War from like 1950 to 53. Yep. And but my I remember my one uncle who, who had been in the Vietnam War, he loved this show. And if I was over at their house, like for supper, I think it'd come on like right around supper time and we'd, I'd watch it with them. So that's how I, I you know, that's why I, I have like some nostalgia for it. But um, I think it was one of their the end, the season finale for it was it was one of the most watched. Oh yeah, finales of any TV series up until there was like I a huge 2010. event. I think it was the was the um yeah um and it was called uh, Goodbye Farewell Amen was the yeah. final episode. Yeah, I know it was like an event. Everybody in their grandma was watching watching that yeah. episode. Yeah, and then they had the helicopter scene where they fly away. Yeah, 
and I think it says like it says goodbye or so. Right. Say, yeah, they put out the stones. It spelled out goodbye. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was a good good show. Uh, I loved it. I I was addicted to it. Even as a child, I was addicted to that TV show. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe we never talked about it then. And and yeah, you're talking about, you know, at the time it went off the air, it was like, at that time, it was like the longest running TV series ever, but uh, primetime. But, you know, some have surpassed that now. I think even The Simpsons. It went on longer than The the War did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would would watch it with my grandparents. I watched it with my parents. And then I remember when uh, I lived in Dallas, I I bought the, uh, they put out a box set with the entire series in it. And uh, I rewatched it all. But but what was cool about the DVD box set is that the discs had a a feature in the menu that you could turn off the laugh track. And man, that made the series very different. It it was almost like a, a cinematic feel to the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. I like, I like that. You like turning it off? Yeah. Yeah. I like, well, I like it, you know, hearing it both ways, but it was just, it was different. I liked it. Yeah. You know, you always wonder why they put all that laughter in there. I mean, why do they do that? You know, because I like, think we're I stupid mean, and we got to be told. Uh, we when to laugh. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't know. To me, that it's, it's almost distracting from the, the show, yeah. you know, when they do that. You know, because sometimes people are, it's, sometimes it sounds so fake and so weird that, yeah. and, it, and sometimes it's not actually that funny that you would laugh out loud like that. So it's yeah. almost, it's, you know, yeah, it is somewhat distracting, but they do that in every, every sitcom too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Alan Alda, um, I thought he was a fantastic actor and, and you know, just a good uh, comedic genius, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know what? He's, he's pretty much typecast. I, I've seen him in other stuff. He did a good job, but I, I'll always consider him from Mass. You know? Yeah. When I when yeah. I think um, of that actor, but uh, yeah, I, I I saw him in a movie um, same time next year. Yeah, I think this is Mar- Marsha Mason, and um, he was in another one uh, uh, where they're all a bunch of friends and their kids go off to school. Um, I can't remember it. Somebody just, some, a friend of mine just asked me if I had seen it and I, I like, I really like it. Now I can't even remember the name of it. But like it, it's, it, it'll come to me later, you know, but um, yeah, he, he did, he did some movies and he just did, he did that movie um, with Clint Eastwood's son that was um, a few years ago. I don't know. I can't remember it. It was like, he was a cowboy, like a, a rodeo. Uh, and oh, really? it's almost like the notebook sort of like it, it. Yeah. It was, he was in that and he's, in his 80s now so um yeah i can't remember names of anything my my brain is fried yeah so but um but mash yeah mash i don't i don't know how anybody can not know about it <laughs> so. well you know uh you know that they his roommate uh in in mash he had uh bj honeycutt and then he had chopper john yeah i forgot uh, about bj honeycutt i, I forgot to throw him yeah, in there i liked bj honeycutt better than trapper john i don't know if anybody yeah. else was like that but I, I did too i did yeah too. Yeah, yeah i thought i, I thought he was him. a much Mike better Farrell. character yeah, yeah i forgot about him yeah, yeah. i liked him a lot yeah, but my favorite and i forgot about harry morgan that played yeah the, harry morgan colonel potter, colonel potter. Yeah. yeah but mclean mm-hmm. stevens uh man, i love that character and uh that was a shocking episode you know when, when his character went off when he left the yeah. show yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah why, why did he, why did he leave well, his tour was over. He was going back home. Oh, okay. Because he died kind of young, and, and and I didn't know if he died during um, when Mash was on, and they had him write, oh. write him out. But I can't remember. Well, why no, he he, he was in the final episode, but oh. uh, 
they, they were all they were all in the mess hall and they gave him like a, a goodbye party. I don't remember and, that. Yeah. And he went he went out and got on the helicopter and left. And uh oh. and then like in the, the last scene of the show, they were all in a mess hall eating and a uh, radar comes running in and tells them all that the uh his helicopter got shot down and he was dead. Oh it was just like a very shocking episode, you know. I think I and, do uh, remember that. And I, I heard them say that uh, they didn't even tell the actors that that was going to happen. They just gave oh. it to to Radar to run in and read it, read it oh. off the paper. And uh, so every the actors were shocked. So it was like real shock, you know? Yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I like Winchester and Burns. They, they were good for comic relief and stuff. But uh, did yeah. you have a favorite episode that you remember? Um. You're not well, a mask. No, I can't. You're just a poser. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Like I always there was there like there was all the, I always liked all the episodes with um with uh, Loretta Swit and Frank Burns. Like um wasn't he was he was he married? Is that was she yeah. was he beating on her and like they were always sneaking around and, yeah yeah but everybody knew that they were having yeah, a fair. And, and yeah and it's like and there was always like stuff going on with that and then wasn't there an episode too where um where her and, and uh, Hawkeye kind of hooked up at one time, like they. Yeah, I think one time. At a, at a thing like a something going on. Yeah. 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 No, I can't remember like any specific like thing like right off the bat, but I just remember like the general, um, you know, storyline and and the different people that are in it and different and different things that happened to some of the um the the people that were you know injured and and you know them doing the surgeries and. You know, the, the one nurse, the, there was another nurse that was on there that was, um, I can't, I don't remember her name, but um, she she may have been, she may have been Korean. She was, um, but she, she was on there all the time too, like on the show all the yeah, time. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the actor's name. You, you know who I mean? Know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think so. Oh, um, Kelly uh, uh, Nakahara, um, she played Nurse Kelly. Oh. That's who it is. Yeah, I just um, forgot about her. Yeah. So, but um yeah, I, 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 I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I don't even, uh, they were always like, um, they, you know, doing things to each other and, and uh, you know, doing com comedy stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I just can't even, I can't imagine, like, I mean, being a doctor, you know, they were doctors, you know, it, it, during a war. I mean, I just can't even imagine, like, you know, what they saw. And I mean, in real life, I mean, if it, you know, because, you know, it, that really happened. I mean, it, there really was a Korean War. So yep. um, just I want to I want to briefly tell you two episodes from MASH that have stuck with me all these years. Uh, then I might remember them, too. One of them was very unique because the entire episode. Was like you were looking through the eyes of a wounded soldier. It's like the oh. camera was his eyes. So that you never see him filming like, you know, like a regular camera. It's, it's like if his eyes were the camera. Yeah. He's like he's laying on a gurney and they're carrying him out of the helicopter. You see him what he sees. Oh, okay. Like he's looking up and it's shaking yeah. and, and they plop him on the table. And, yeah. and all you see is what he would be seeing. And the yeah. whole episode was through that soldier's eyes. It showed like people standing over him, operating on him. And it, it was weird. I, I've never seen an episode like that on anything, but uh, it's pretty, pretty unique. Yeah. And then, uh, then another episode, uh, they were having a, uh, Back at the mass unit, Hawkeye was dressed up like Santa Claus. They were having a little party. Uh -huh. And he's over there, you know, goofing off, having nurses sit on his lap. And, you know, they're goofing off. And somebody runs in 
and says it's an emergency. They need Hawkeye to get on a helicopter, go out to the front line. There's a soldier that's been hurt, and they need a medevac right there, but, but they need somebody to work on him before he gets back or he'll die because uh, he's got like an open chest wound or something. So, uh, so Alla, Alla has to run out in that Santa suit, jump in the helicopter, and they fly him. And the helicopter's being shot at, and they lower one of those ladders, and Santa Claus has to climb down the ladder. Uh-oh. And it's like everybody's like all the shooting stops. <laughs> Nobody knows like what is going on. You know, there's Santa Claus on the battlefield. Yeah. But yeah, but he's got to go down there and work on the soldier, and and you know, then they load him up and fly him back, and they got to do another sur- surgery on him and stuff. But uh, that was another pretty pretty unique episode. You had Santa Claus on the battlefield. Yeah. But, uh, well, I the one thing I remember too is, um, you know, Klinger always dressing up in the drag uh, yeah. clothes all the time, yeah. and, and and they hadn't mentioned that, but like that was his thing to try and get out of being in. Right. The, he didn't want to be there, <laughs> you know. So he was trying to like make so that he was like you know touched in the head or so I don't know what it was like make him think that there was something wrong with him. Right. You know? So he kept dressing up in the women's clothing, like just to try and get out of being there. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, he was always showing up with like earrings and a. And high heels and a and a dress on, you know, yeah. Like everywhere he went, every the whole entire time he was there, he was dressed up like that. And you would think that, you know, they would say put on regular clothes, but you know, because that in itself, that in itself, trying to get out of of that means you, you know, you don't really want to be there. I mean, it's it's really sad, you know, when you think of like the the draft and stuff and people having to go against their will to to, to places. So that's kind of yeah. yeah. I know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it. So like when you were saying about the Santa Claus too, it's like it's funny how people can stop fighting when they see a good, you know, something like that. And it's like, okay, we'll quit killing each other, you know, and it's like, but then we'll go right back to it. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of a bummer. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, some more, like I don't watch like war movies, like because they're too graphic, because they're, they're too realistic to me. Like I, I don't like like Saving Private Ryan and, and and those type of movies. They they get to me. And but you know a lot of people that a lot of men that were in the military they they really connect to those movies. And I remember my uncle you know liked watching more movies and stuff. But to me it's too it's too uh, real real for me. I I you know and the fact that Mash was a comedy and and they there was you know other stuff going on and and their lives like they found like ways to like have fun with each other you know that that in itself made it unique so that's what i remember about it yeah so you know mash mash was on you know when we were kids and uh i collected stuff from mash i had did you i had <laughs> i had model kits uh you know how the uh, the tent that they stayed in was called they called it the swamp mm, i didn't remember that they okay. had a sign hanging outside like welcome to the swamp oh, or something like that okay well, they put out a model kit of that tent with, you know, the little stones all around it and the sign yeah. that said the swamp and, and inside you had the cots oh, and, you know, and yeah. I had that model kit and I had it on my desk in my room and I had a, a model of the Jeep with the, you know, the little cross on it for the, the medical. Yeah. And then uh, that helicopter you see at the beginning, it's got like the big glass cockpit and it yeah. looks like a, like a wire frame, little small helicopter. I had a model of that hanging from my, uh, not my ceiling fan. It wasn't like swinging around my room, but from the light, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah I collect this stuff from Mash. I, I really, really like that show. Oh, but, uh, um, are you gonna dig some out of a box? Oh, I don't think I have any Get Mash stuff left. No Mash stuff left. Uh, <laughs> it might be mashed. Yeah. In your but box. but let's let's talk about some music real quick. 
Okay, sure. And uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I want to talk about a band. Uh, they they never hit it off really big, but uh, they're called Tom Slick, and they're they're still around. But uh, they were I a didn't 50s, know it was a band. I thought it was a, a person. <laughs> yeah. But they were a '50s cover band, much like uh, Shanana. They uh they dress yes, '50s I styles. I they were, uh, they would sing those yeah. old classics and, and they'd do skits in between oh, the songs and stuff. Okay. So they were a lot yeah. like Sean and I, but they never, they never hit it off big time like Sean and I did. But, uh, okay. but, uh, I got to go see them live in concert in, uh, Houston, Texas at, at, uh, remember I was talking about that Astro World that got torn down. It was a six flags. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 The, 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 One yeah, time I went there and like, I got, yeah. got to see them live in concert. I, I think I was probably in the, the sixth grade maybe and around there. Well, get out of that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Get out that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Make my dinner because I'm a hungry man. I said shake, rattle and roll. 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 And uh. Were they a local band, like local to your no, area? Or they- no, they, they weren't from around here. I think they were from okay. around uh, maybe Wisconsin or Indiana or something. I can't remember okay. where. Uh-huh. But uh, they came to Astro World, and uh, we were at Astro World, and we saw the advertisements for them. So we went to the concert. They, they had a few of them that day, that weekend. So we went to it. And uh, the reason I picked them for this October podcast is because of uh, one skit and song that they performed, and it was the Monster Mash. Oh. Yeah, I told you I'd come back to it. I was working in my lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. My monster from the stab began to rise when suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the cause lease. To the horse bedroom where the vampires feast. The user came from there. Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught all in a flash. They did the mash. They did the Monster Mash. You talk about incredible. Uh, one, one was dressed like a mad scientist, and uh, they had other people coming out dressed like the different monsters, and you know they they played the whole song, and uh, and towards the end of the song, the monsters came down off the stage, and they kind of mingled with the the people in the audience, and. It was fun. That was a great concert, and that song just kind of topped it off, you know. But uh, yeah. but I, I've had that stuck in my my head since the sixth grade. And uh, oh. and Tom Slick, um, they're still around, and I I found them on Facebook, and I even sent them a private message and told them about that particular you know concert at Astro World, and the guy wrote me back. It was like, oh yeah, we remember that. That was a long time ago, you know. But but they're still performing. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, is the, guy, is the lead person's name Tom Slick? Why are they called Tom Slick? I don't know. Never, never asked. Well, you should know that. 
I thought, see, when I saw it was uh, Tom Slick, I thought it was the name of a person. A name it Tom is, Slick. probably. Okay, but then, then they named the whole band that. Well, then, Maybe so. But, I, you know, I saw Shauna. Well, actually, my, my mom and dad had tickets to go see Shauna in the 70s. Remember they had their TV show? Yep. Remember their show? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my mom got really sick and she, she didn't, they, they lost their ticket. I mean, like they, they couldn't, they forfeited their tickets, you know? Yeah. And I, I have, I have those tickets in my scrapbook from back then. Cause that, that would have been like the, the closest thing to any big celebrity, like a uh, band that they, that I would have known, like my mom to ever go see aside from Brenda Lee, you know? So, um, so um, they, she, she never got to see them. But they came to uh, a, a place where I go to concerts all the time down in the Poconos, uh, Penn's Peak. They came there for a, they had a Christmas um, like special thing, Shanana did. But it was like, you know, Bowser wasn't there anymore and and uh, neither was uh, like a lot of the, 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 like the originals, you know, yeah. weren't there. Um, but they were still really good and I really liked them. So I, I like that, um, that, that type of music. So um, I, you know, I, I would probably like these guys. Yeah, well, well, after their um, after that concert, uh, the band came out. They all sat on the, the edge of the stage, and uh, mm -hmm. they had you. You could buy these uh, black and white photos of the entire band, and uh, my dad bought me one. And you could go up to them, and it, you know they'd each sign it. And yeah, I had that thing hanging on my wall in my bedroom probably for for the next ten years, maybe. And yeah. I have no idea whatever happened to it. Aww. yeah. Maybe it's in the box too. Yeah, yeah. could be. You never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. You had a lot of stuff that, yeah. you know, got lost by the wayside or something. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about your spooky band. <laughs> My spooky band. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't say that we had to do. Like, yeah, you spooky. did. I, okay, all right. I, I, I mean, if I did, then I lost. I, I should. I, I, I'm all for it and I'm glad that you did it, but I don't know what I was, I was doing. I, I thought like just the whole month of October, we do um, scary movie stuff because I, I don't know. I mean, I did, I did talk about Billy Idol, I think last year yep. and he's kind of scary. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is scary for men that, that I'm talking about an all girls band. Okay? I think that's very, very unique. Um, yeah. So I don't know how to, to you know, to, to make them scary, but um, I'm talking about the Go-Go's. And they're an American rock band formed in Los Angeles, California, in 1978. And so um, they were they were uh, they were all women. They were Charlotte Cappy on the lead guitar and keyboards. Melinda Carlisle was lead vocals. Ooh, yes. Gina Schock on the drums. Kathy Valentine on bass guitar and Jaden Wheedlin on rhythm guitar. the go-go's i guess they're all right <clears throat> i like Carlo. Right. yeah okay well i mean i remember when they that they came out with um our lips are sealed i remember the video um and i just i they they played that song like so much it was such a huge hit you know so um 
you know, that's where that's where I first ever saw them. But then they then they had a lot of like other, you know, uh, top whatever hits, you know, top 100s, you know, and uh, they did. We got the beat. Yeah, that's, that's pretty catchy. We got the beat. We got the beat. Yeah. Turn to you and my favorite my favorite of theirs is head over heels yeah oh yeah i remember that one. you remember that song yeah. yeah yeah so they they broke up in 1985 they reconvened several times through the 90s um and then they recorded new material and, and went on tour they received a, a star on the hollywood walk of fame in 2011 and uh I mean, I, I, I mean, I've seen, I mean, Belinda Carlisle and, and Jane Weedle and they went out on their own and did like solo stuff too. And yeah. I like, you know, Belinda Carlisle. I love, I like her voice. I like her. Yeah. I, I liked her I too. To, to do her hairdo. That's what I'm going for. The, the, um, the, her, um, early, late eighties, early nineties, uh, hairdo. Yeah. I liked a lot. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, uh, think things didn't work out the way I thought they would after, uh, high school, you know, uh, yeah. I was supposed to marry Belinda Carlisle okay. and uh, we, we were going to move into a log cabin in the, in the mountains up by a lake. Yeah. And uh, we were going to have about, you know, about 10 little go-go's. <laughs> little go-go's. And, uh, yeah. And I just don't and know he, what happened. It yeah. just didn't, it did, he didn't make it a go-go. Just didn't work out. Yeah. It wasn't a go-go for you. W- was not a go-go. Yeah. Nope. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So um, that's all I have to say about them. Uh, I mean, they did a bunch of, cool songs and they and it, they were cool they they're like uh kind of like the bangles you know all girls you know yeah. band of the 80s i mean i can't think of any other ones that would like compare it to them and then you know they, i mean what you know like joan jett and you know wasn't even you know she didn't have all girls you know she was with the guys you know so um it's art. cool to see see musicians you know art. as women what art art black heart what did i call her no oh, heart. I'm talking about the band. Oh heart. heart. Oh the band. Oh okay. Because I said Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, and I thought oh. you. And then I, you said heart, and I was like, uh, what? The, the, there was more than one. The Runaways. Black hearts. <laughs> yeah, there was more than one Black Hearts. Yeah. When they were the um, Runaways, you know. The... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, yeah, she was with them first. I guess that was all girls too. Yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah. Lita, Lita Ford. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Lee forward. Yeah. So, well, okay. yep. Yeah, you want to, you want to know box? what's in the box? <laughs> I do. <laughs> All you right. Pull out a mash figure or a uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Slick, Slick. Uh, poster. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Let me hang on. Let me. I got, uh, People will start thinking we make this stuff. Uh, you know, we're, 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 um, we planned this. You know, hang on a second. I'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> okay. I pulled, the, I was reaching for the box and I pulled my headphone wire out. Okay. Hang <laughs> okay. on. <laughs> How come every time I reach for this box, my dog gets up and starts? Know, he, he knows uh, there's something in there. I'll take the box. The box. You took the box. Let's see what's in the box. All right. First thing, 
Oh man, this is dusty, dusty. Um, is it the same box? I mean, is it the, yeah, same, is it the same box that you've been from la- last time? Of? Yep. Uh, is it? This was full of dust. That box. Okay. Right. It's a it's a cap, a red cap, and okay. it's got Evil Knievel on the front. Um, it's got like his uh his name like like sounding cursive, Evil Knievel across the front, and behind yeah. it's the that number one from the the motorcycle he drives. Yeah, and, and uh, it's like a like a black and white maybe uh sketch of him on a motorcycle, but the hat's in great condition. It's just. It's got a bunch of. Uh, Will you put it on your head and take a picture? I could. I'm gonna dust it off. It's got dust everywhere on it, like caked dust? into it. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, like yeah, you know, dust bunnies. Weird at the variety of things that you have, and <laughs> you have talk. no idea. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, because it could just be all evil can evil, but then you pull I, out an evil on perfume uh, bottle. So that's this is something heavy. This plastic. Oh, I remember this. I had a lot of use from this. This is a uh, Sony Walkman. Ooh. And it, it's that yellow one that was called uh, the, uh, the sports yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. It is in excellent condition. Oh, wow. Hang on, I'm, I'm going to open it and see if there's a tape inside. Okay. Nope, no tape. No tape? Oh. But it is in excellent. Mm. I bet it still plays. I hope the batteries aren't in it. <laughs> if it is, oh, it might not. Yeah, then it might not play. Yeah, yeah. to check that yeah. out, I have to find me an old tape and see if it works. Yeah, but yeah, I have old tapes. I have this old is a cool, tapes. cool looking uh, Walkman. It's that yellow one. Yeah, remember when cars had cassette tapes in them? Yep. Yeah, and then you make a tape. Remember making a tape off of like the oh, radio yeah. And, yeah. and and like hitting record and, and and then making your own tape and then you'd write down like all the songs on it. Oh yeah, mixtape all the time. Mixtapes, yeah. And you yeah. would you would always give it a clever name to your mixtape. Oh, did I didn't do that? Really? Okay. No. <laughs> like, no. You you would call you would name your tape like like uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, Atomic Pizza or something. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you would give it a name, and that okay. would, each each of your tapes in your your cassette uh, tape box would have its unique name. Yeah. Well, I did that. Maybe yeah. maybe somebody else would do that. Was yeah. it just me? It might have been because I, I don't I just I don't I didn't ha- I should have done that. That would have been really cool. I don't know if I could have come up with with names, but yeah. Okay, here's like another uh this is another magazine. Let's see. Oh, another dynamite. Ooh. And on the cover is Mr. Gil Buck Rogers Gerard. Wow. And it says Buck Rogers then and now. And this is volume three, number eight. He's still alive because I, I used to be friends with him on Facebook before my page got yeah. back. Yeah. He was he was coming to my uh, festival about four years ago and he got yeah. pneumonia the week of. He's in his 80s, isn't he? I'm not sure what he's I think he be, is. Probably. Yeah. All right. Let me look wow. in here. Oh, that's a bummer. That would have been awesome. You should get Aaron Gray to come. Let's see what's in here. Um, it's got letters to dynamite. Uh, let's look, look at the table of contents. We've got a. Uh, I love that le- that one letter that didn't. Who who I don't know. I never. I could remember. Like, did you write that one letter where you somebody hated somebody? Oh yeah, that was in my notebook. Somebody. I found. <laughs> yeah, was, was, you wrote the letter, or somebody wrote it to you. I don't no, know. I wrote it. You wrote the letters, and you hated whoever you were. Writing okay, to. this is. Uh, it says Buck Rogers, a down to earth talk with the actor of the show Gil Gerard. Then there's an article, uh, the world's 
thinnest books. Why it's great to have brothers and sisters. Here comes the fudge. Yummy, yum, yum. The Black Stallion behind the movie scenes with Cass Olay, the real Black Stallion. Yeah, that was the name of the horse. Yeah. Dynamite's Rules of the Room, a super silly sign to hang on your wall. Oh, more bummers. Remember bummers? Yeah, but more, I remember more things you love to hate. Yeah. Dynamite dares. We take a taste test. You won't believe. Good yeah. vibration, straight talk, right. and solid advice. What? Don't you miss how like innocent and pure and clean and nice like these topics were? Like they were just so, you know, geared toward kids and just kind of it's just very nostalgic to me that you know when you hear like the topics you're talking about in the yeah. in the articles. It's just like, it's just, it's not like that anymore. Like it's just, they don't even make magazines anymore. They don't even make magazines for kids anymore. It's just, sure yeah. they do. What? Sure. They'd make it. They still, what do they make? You just don't get out. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't I'm see like, them because you stay at home. The bummers in it though. I mean, and what, fudge recipes. It says on the back cover <laughs> is dynamite postcards that you can send. Plus, Inside is a black stallion fold out for your wall. Yeah, in a magazine. You get a poster, you get you get uh, postcards. I mean, that's really cool. Isn't that cool? Flip through here. Uh, all the wives, great to have brothers and sisters. It's got a, like a whole bunch of one-liners. Uh, let, me, yeah. let me just pick one and read it. Okay, since you and I are brother when, and sister now. When your it. parents get angry, yeah. you don't have to try to figure out whom they are yelling about. Okay. Yes, you Whatever. do. You have to know which one of you. You're not the only one who won't eat liver. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. Did you eat liver? Oh, wow. No, I don't like liver. Wow. The, uh, I remember it. They got a two-page fold-out called Here Comes the Fudge. And it's got it's recipes a, for different kinds. Mellow yellow fudge, jeweled fudge, chocolate fudge. mint. Mellow yellow, like the, the I um, guess. Remember you the can't drink? This remember the drink at Mellow Yellow? Yeah. They still make it. Yeah. I used to love that drink. Just a I'm bunch of fudge kid. recipes. Oh. Then then there's a whole, like, several pages story about the black, uh, what's his name, Stallion? Black Stallion? Oh, they got a, uh, the Dynamite Duo. They got their own comic book characters for Dynamite Magazine. Yeah. And here's, here's a, a couple pages of it. Oh, the poster for your wall. Uh, it's called Dynamite's Rules of the Room. Yeah, what's on it? Uh, let me just pick one. Number three says, entering this room without knocking shall be punishable by five years in jail or even more <laughs> cruel and more unusual punishment. A sentence of forced labor cleaning up the mess in this room. Yeah. But yeah, it's, remember, got, I, it's got seven I, rules. Know. I like write notes for on my door so that my uh, for my brother about not coming in my bedroom. You know. You want me to read some bummers? Yeah, read a bummer. I'm gonna read two bummers. Here's one that says, uh, "Don't you hate it when you can't get into the movie you want to see because of the rating?" Yeah. Oh my god, we were just talking about that because I was saying to my mom, I forget what we were talking. Oh, I was saying about how I had gone to a movie and I had kicked these people out of the movie theater because these kids were. I mean, I was just I was just watching the movie, but these these kids were being so terrible. And it was rated. It was that movie Annabelle, and they yeah. were spitting spitballs at people. And and they and these two other girls got 
upset and, and they were going to leave. And then I said, no, they weren't leaving. And nobody else was standing up. Nobody else was saying anything. And I, I went, I got the manager and the manager came in and they said, oh, we weren't doing anything. I said, oh, the heck you weren't. And then I said, you need to leave because everybody in here is like paid to see the movie. And you know, this isn't your house. You know what I mean? Like, so get going. Yeah. And I, I never do that. But I was, I said, they had no business in there because they were like, 10 years old maybe to maybe 14 and then they had a uh they had an adult with them but it was a rated r movie and i and i and i and they told me when i went to leave that that was not their mother that i guess she was the babysitter and i thought well they should never been in there anyway because they're too young to be watching a rated r movie and you know i think of that you know because i see a lot of people letting their kids watch movies that i never would have been allowed to watch and and i remember that when I finally got to go to a rated R movie, when I was 16 years old, um, I got in because um, my, me and my cousin would go, we were 16, my boyfriend was 17 and her boyfriend was 18. And because um, the, the two guys were brothers um, and the one was 18, he could get us into a um, rated R movie if we were with an, somebody 18 and older. Otherwise you could not get into the movie theater. You know, and we were just talking about that you know, the other day, like how, like they, they, it didn't matter. It didn't, you know, you, 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 you weren't getting in without somebody. So um, I don't think they do that anymore. And I don't even think that they should allow kids, even if the parents say that they're old enough to, to be watching it. I just don't think that they put uh, ratings on there for a reason, you know? So that's my opinion on, on that uh, rated, you know. On, the, on the back of this magazine, there's a uh, actual postcards you could cut out and uh, send to people because uh, on the back side of it, it's got. Why don't you, you cut know, one out and send it to me? I don't want to cut up my magazine. Oh, you had it in the attic for like 30 years. But now I found it again. We're reunited. Okay. Like one, <laughs> one postcard good. is from okay. Wolf Hollow. It shows like a, a, a werewolf cool. scaring a lady. I would like that postcard. Send it to me. Another one says, get away from it all. Visit Bermuda Triangle. It shows a guy and a girl in a, in a boat, a rowboat. Uh -huh. And there's yeah. shark, shark fans all around them. Yeah, I've been in the Bermuda Triangle, and I made it out alive. Yeah. And one says, greetings from Captain Nick's Clam Bar. Oh, I want the werewolf one. And one you says, could, welcome you, to nowhere. You're not going to send it to me, are you? Yeah, okay. Oh, hey, I sent, your, I, sent your, um, I sent your pins out the other day. Oh. Yeah, you can stick them in a box. Cool. And then you'll find them in 30 years from now. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, look at that. These are from the 80s that I found that I were given to me in 2021. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. From me. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. It's worthless. $10 from a vendor in the street. But I take it, I bury it in the sand for a thousand years, it becomes priceless. Like the ark. Men will kill for it. Men like you and me. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. We should all do that. So I bury my dynamite magazine for <laughs> yeah. a thousand years. It'll become compost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any more? Are you gonna? That's that it. We'll save for another time. Okay. So, so I'll give away something. I got something to give away. What you want to give away? Okay, I I want to give away since it's Halloween. I'm going to give away the, a DVD with it, it is a combo of Visiting Hours and Bad Dreams because I looked up to see if Visiting Hours was on DVD and you get an actual bonus movie with it. 
So uh, send us a, send us, this is the code words, the code words are monster mash. So send us those words. The mash. We, yeah, we mentioned it quite a few times. The monster mash. In completely different way, connections. Yeah, uh, throughout the podcast. So like send, send it to us in a private message and uh, you may win. That's I was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. Slick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they did the Monster Mash. Play that. Right? I'm looking right here on my table. I've got that uh, that box of cereal that they just put out this year called Monster Mash. Did you get it? Yep. I have to oh. take a picture of it and put it on here. It mixes yeah, all, it. all the Monster cereal, mixes yeah, them all in one box. Yeah. You found it. You said you'd been looking yep. you and your friend were looking for it for like forever. And, and well, I'll tell you what, I bought it off uh, it. eBay. <laughs> no, <laughs> had it mailed cheated. to me. Yeah, I cheated. You cheated. Okay. The yeah, only uh, one I also bought me a box of uh, Count Chocula and a box of Frankenberry. I can't find any of the other ones, but these are the uh, ones that are stamped with the uh, 50th them? anniversary. Nah, I might. What do you do? <laughs> you just keep this cereal. I might eat them. I'll just keep the boxes. Yeah, keep the box. You can eat yeah. the cereal. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't keep the cereal for forever. You might get attract uh, mice or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, or or whatever you, you swamp rats or something. I don't know what yeah. you have down there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, okay, so you're gonna eat the monster mash cereal? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably try it tonight. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Do you ever eat cereal for for dinner? I hadn't done that in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it. I, 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 I don't know what the, um, what, what's the, um, what's the box look like? What's on the, what's on yeah, the I think they could have done a much better job with the box. It just uh, says monster mash and big letters and it shows the faces of all the monsters. I uh, think it could have, they could have done a better job. Really? Okay. Oh, uh, well, that's cool that you found it. But it's got a QR code on the back. It's, when you scan it, it goes to uh, YouTube and you could play. They, they have an animated, uh, they're playing monster mash. It's all the monsters like like a band. Okay. Well, isn't it kind of cool that we are actually um, finding things here in this this era of whatever we're in, you know, that connect us back to our childhood. Sure. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's one thing that does that all the time. It's called the Pop Ninja Podcast. That's right. (laughs) Right. So so if you're out there listening, uh, look that up and uh, listen to (laughs) it. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't believe we did. This is I don't know what um, whatever fifty three now are we at? Have we done probably? That? Yeah, yeah. That's a that, that those are really when you think about it to, to keep coming up with TV shows that because you know well and interviews in there. So I'd say what maybe we've had twenty interviews out of maybe maybe you think that many really? Yeah, because of all the the whole ISIS, all the ISIS characters, oh, yeah. and, and the whole that whole month we did and we did you know we did her uh you know her stunt double and everything like and yeah, yeah. if you think yeah if you think about how many we've done yeah ken olin david roya you know dick atkins uh anthony uh karen yeah um, yeah we've Adrian, done a bunch Adrian, yeah you're right Adrian king you know all the you know isis all the um shazam people the, yeah that's a, that's we've done a lot we just haven't done any this year yet yeah you know, so we've been doing, we'll, yeah, but we'll, we'll get to get, some more. Yeah. We got some more coming up. Well, I want to, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll do some more that you like out there with interviews, like she's talking about mm-hmm. and 
we appreciate you. Uh, tell your friends and family about us. Let them listen too, so we can uh, we can grow the podcast, make it bigger, make it better. Send us some uh, messages. Let us know how, what what your ideas are. You know, we're always looking for new ideas. Uh, but as we sign off, I want to leave you with this final thought. For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires Ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolf. Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It caught on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Jack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And do my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can monster mash Man, who? Easy, Igor. You intentionally 